Scotland's a really welcoming place. It's one of the, the is, best yeah. things about Scotland and, and Glasgow. Isn't it, the people? That, that, that's my big sign, so people make Glasgow. There is that big sign on that big building on the way in. I'm Lee Craigie. And I'm Jenny Graham. It's day four of Source to Sea along the River Clyde and our tired legs have brought us to Glasgow. The two weeks of COP26 are coming to an end and we're speaking to people about what's been happening here as we continue to walk through the city. I don't think we can talk about climate justice without talking about social justice, can we? Like, it's so important that we talk about how climate change is affecting people on the other side of the world like we so it might rain a little bit more here it might get you know we might flood occasionally but that's happening all the time on the other side of the world isn't it being able to meet so many different people, probably hundreds if you add them all up and and hear how they're all different they've all come from different walks of life different ages yet we've all come to the same conclusion about the power of stories and talking to people and sharing ideas and, and the climate and, and how it all impacts us differently but we, we've all come to a certain place and so I think we need to go back to that communication and that sense of connectivity to, to really solve things and mm. I think that was really highlighted to me mm. throughout the journey. So my name's Jessie and I'm a 17-year-old youth climate activist based in Devon and I cycled up here to COP26 and I think it was about 570 miles and then I've been in and out of COP doing lots of events and this week. So yeah, it's been very interesting. Connectivity to each other, connectivity to ourselves. Yes. I think we're very disconnected from ourselves and what it is that makes a human body just work, eh? Yeah, you know, heart and lungs and legs, it's so simple. And connectivity to our natural environment too that's what we've noticed walking the Clyde just how pure and simple it is and just how engaged we are with with ourselves and with what's going on around us um, you don't get that if you're stuck inside I think oh this feels weird doesn't it look what's happened to our river <laughs> it's gone from a a quaint little meander down the Clyde Falls into this really big, quite still body of water in between huge slabs of concrete. I mean, Glasgow's beautiful. I think this is Glasgow at its very best up and down the Clyde. Yeah. All these amazing sort of low-hung bridges. Bridges are fantastic. I've never noticed the bridges in Glasgow before. We've come on a journey, haven't we? So it's been from last night. Last night was full on. We did 50 kilometres yesterday. Who does that? Who goes for a walk for 50 kilometres? Silly people. The last 5k, well, maybe five mile, were definitely the toughest. We say tough, it was an absolute challenge through choice, wasn't it? Coming together, like we came off the grassy banks and it had been like this beautiful morning and so many gorgeous colours walking through the trees and we were coming into the city, we were sort of like leaving Lanark and coming into Glasgow and you were aware of it but it was still really spectacular, wasn't it? And then we just found ourselves on that roundabout 
with like the motorway and dual carriageways and lights and it was like boom this is you now yeah it really massively felt different we found ourselves on a on a really really busy road at one point um part of the national cycle network but you're supposed to walk on that it was so grim and then walking under the motorway at like eight (laughs) o'clock at night trying to get into toe cross it was it was bizarre and yet how quickly we're able to just adapt and change and now it's I'm I'm quite happy to be here (laughs) you know I'm not mourning the loss of there silver and the So it's like they have to massively increase on their current pledges for us to have any chance of sticking within one and a half or even two, see? And if there's a relapse or a stasis in emissions reductions, there's a fair likelihood of absolutely human extinction by the end of the century. And that's not, you know, people tend to think end of the century, that's a long way off, but that's like... That's the children being born now, that's a decent age, 80. So that's people's grandkids now. Beside his bed. <laughs> it's been so long since your first part. I hold it in a jar.